0: Welcome to my friends erotic stories podcast reddits best erotica where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story zev bellringer check her instagram linked below please enjoy a very hot episode of your friends erotic stories
1: The next story is posted by author, succumb to me, from r slash erotica. The title of this post is, The Stepmother. Sit back and enjoy the story. When I was younger my family was extremely poor. I'm talking, sit in the waiting room while mommy and daddy give plasma so we can eat tonight poor. I'm not trying to belittle the struggles of the modern family or give some sob story to gain sympathy. But I say this so you'll understand what I mean completely. You never stop living with poverty. It doesn't matter if you're worth 10 million or $10. You never forget the ache of an empty stomach and the cold nights when the heat was too expensive. At the beginning of my senior year, my parents finally had their big break. Dad got a promotion that jumped his salary by $80,000 and my mom fell into her tenure at a local college teaching history. We became middle-class practically overnight. A lot of people won't understand. But when my parents were finally comfortable, they were allowed to look at one another as partners. Look at how they'd been living and it fell apart. It wasn't the money that changed them as you would think. It was that first taste of fresh air after a lifetime of paddling, fighting to keep their heads above water. When you live like that, where every day is a struggle, it changes you. Survival was all my parents had ever known. And when the risk of drowning was gone, they discovered that what bound them together, wasn't love. It was duty. They filed for divorce shortly before my first year of college and despite understanding why two people, who used to love each other fiercely, could grow apart with time, it still filled me with a great deal of uncertainty about the future. College was everything I wanted and more, at the start at least. The first six months were incredible. My roommates were great, my job on campus was secure, and my course load was easy. The freedom was invigorating, but after the spring semester ended. Things started to change. The gnawing weight of isolation settled on my shoulders. I'd never been apart from my family for this long before. It's funny, isn't it? As a teen, you want nothing more than to escape the rule of your parents. But as an adult, when you face the shape of the world, you yearn for their security. I remember the moment vividly when I finally broke down and realized I wouldn't make it to school. My hours at work were cut. I was falling behind academically and if I could find some time in the day to eat, I was lucky. It felt wrong to call my parents and ask for help. After all, they'd been through, but when I finally worked up the courage to call my dad, he excitedly told me he'd proposed to a woman named Jessica and they would be married in December. Right before Christmas, I was stunned. I guess I'd always hoped, in my heart, that my parents would come to their senses and that time would bring them back together." But my father's proposal to Jessica made me realize the truth of the matter. Shortly after, my mom was offered a better job, out of state, and after everything she'd sacrificed to get to where she was. How could I tell her to stay? It would have been so selfish to strip her of that joy, of what she'd rightfully earned. So my mother moved two hours away from my school. My father was remarrying another woman. The threads of my family were frayed, almost broken. By the time Thanksgiving break came, I was an emotional wreck. I'd pictured some grand excursion into the world, filled with girls, happy moments with friends, and success. But I did none of that. When I arrived home, I sat in the driveway for a good 20 minutes, watching the wind whisper through the turning leaves of the great oak out front. The familiarity of it all was nice. It looked the same, the same driveway, the same neighborhood, the same porch swing, but I knew the moment that I stepped through that door the familiarity of having a home would fade and i'd lose the one bastion of safety i'd always held onto. dad opened the door carrying a bag of garbage out to the trash cans at the side of the house once he spotted me in my little silver jetta the lines of his face softened and turned into a big grin it was time to face the music when i opened the door and stepped out he dropped the bag and swept me up in a huge hug that only a dad could give how the hell are you he laughed i smiled despite myself. I hadn't realized how much I missed hearing his voice and seeing that big dumb grin on his face. I curled my arms around him and held on tight. I'm good, dad. It's great to see you. He pulled back and looked at me speculatively, prodding my sides. You've lost some weight. Are you on a diet or something? I let him go and smiled wistfully. I guess you could say that. He winked at me, trying to keep in shape for the girls. I shrugged and grinned. They've just been chasing me so much. It's really improved my cardio. Are you sure you're not adopted? Women never chased me when I was your age. He picked up the bag and we walked up the driveway. I might be, that would explain why I'm better looking, but it also explains why you're not as witty. He interjected. He handed the bag off to me and grunted. You know the rules, the smart ass gets to do the chores. My brain no works so well. I guess I am your son after all, huh? I opened the lid to the blue trash can and rolled the heavy bag inside. Dad looked around nervously eyeing the neighbor's backyards don't say it so loudly someone will hear I sucked in a deep breath and yelled I'm the long lost son of Suzanne and Roger Everton my name is Michael don't let them lock me up in the attic again he very quickly clapped a hand over my mouth that's going to cost you a couple hours worth of dishes boy worth it dad smiled at me and clapped me on the back come on Jessica is excited to meet you It was like a dagger in my heart to hear another woman's name come from his mouth. Uttered in this place, this sanctuary. He must have seen my expression shift because he squeezed the top of my shoulder gently. I know this is a bit awkward. If you're not up to meet her, you don't have to. I can ask her to come back after you're gone. Give us some time to talk if you want. The offer was tempting. There was a lot bottled up that would do me good to get off my chest. But when I looked up at dad's face, his eyes were so sad. No, sorry, just a lot on my mind lately. I'd love to meet her. Dad looked at me and opened his mouth as if he would say something, but he just smiled and nodded his head instead. We walked up the porch steps together, the wood creaking underneath our feet. As I opened the door and stepped inside, a wave of wonderful smells hit my nose. Roasted meat, freshly baked bread, and something sinfully sweet. Jessica, we have company, Dad called from the entryway. Nothing had changed on the surface. The wood floors, like rich coffee, and the cream-colored batten board walls held the secrets of happier memories. They spoke the song of yesterday, and it was such a sweet voice that it made my heartache to hear it. To look into the living room and see the same furniture, arranged in the same way, made it all the more painful when another woman's voice called out from down the hall. Oh, is he here? I took a deep breath to steady myself as the door to the kitchen swung open and a stunning woman stepped into the hallway. My jaw dropped. Jessica was lovely beyond words and much younger looking than I'd imagined. There were faint lines on her cheeks and at the corner of her eyes that hinted at her age. But if you passed her on the street or in the supermarket, you'd think she wasn't a day over 25. The apron masked her curves well, cinched as it was about her slim waist, but even from a dozen feet. I could see her enormous breast strain against the fabric. You must be Michael, I've heard so much about you, she said. Her red lips, sumptuous and delicate. Turned up into a warm smile A million different thoughts were racing through my head and before my tongue betrayed me and uttered something wildly inappropriate I shut my mouth and awkwardly extended my hand Um I cleared my throat and smiled back at her You must be, Jessica It's nice to meet you She laughed and lightly brushed my hand aside We hugged to say hello where I'm from Before I could react or protest, Jessica wrapped her arms around my back and squeezed against me the full weight of her massive breasts crumpled into my chest. Then the realization struck me like a hammer blow. The apron was hiding much more than I'd anticipated. As both a virgin and a boob guy, this hug was more than I could process. My brain just shut down. By the time she pulled away, I was certain that I was a drooling mess. But if she noticed, her expression didn't show it. Those eyes were such a cool blue, almost cobalt, that I had trouble looking away. Dinner was awkward. I guess that's to be expected when you're trying to personally come to terms with the fact that your future stepmother was a knockout. But I think I muddled through it without embarrassing myself too much. This was the first uncomfortable Thanksgiving I'd ever had. So I guess? Looking at it through the lens of optimism, I get to cross off a milestone that every family member in America has had. It only took 20 years. Dad tried his best to tie the conversational lapses together in a neat little bow, filling the awkward pauses. Laughing at every small joke with the fervor of a drunk 8-year-old. And asking questions that you couldn't escape with monosyllabic answers. How was school? Are you dating anyone? What about new friends? Any new hobbies? How was work? He was trying so hard to make me feel at ease that the poor guy was practically sweating by the end. Turns out Jessica was a fitness instructor at a local gym. My dad started going there after the divorce. A way to boost his self-esteem? They'd made polite banter for months before he'd finally worked up the courage to ask her out for coffee. Then coffee turned into dinner. Dinner turned into a relationship, and then the relationship turned into a proposal. My future stepmother, now that she was out of the apron, wore a forest green sweater that did nothing to hide her bust. I sat there nodding my head, staring at the basket of rolls at the center of the table. Not trusting myself to look elsewhere. After dinner, I rushed upstairs as quickly as I could citing next semester's prep work that needed to be done. I came inside, locked the door, and laid down on my bed. I felt so conflicted about the whole affair. It was wrong, so terribly wrong to think about her in any sexual context. But those tits, I couldn't stop thinking about them. I thought about how warm and soft they'd been pressed against my chest. How, only by Herculean effort. The buttons of her sweater had stayed together. Before I realized it, the front of my pants had bulged out against my jeans. I needed relief. I thought to myself, then everything could go back to normal. I wouldn't think about her anymore or her breasts. I sighed, got up, unlocked the door, and went to the bathroom down the hall. When I got there, I searched the cabinets for lotion, only to find the biggest bra I've ever seen stuffed into the linen closet. It was black silk, with cups almost the size of dinner plates. I just stood there, dumbfounded. Without thinking I undid my pants, slid them to my ankles, sat down at the edge of the bathtub, and wrapped those silken cups around my cock. It felt so good. pre made its way down the veins of my shaft, providing ample lubrication that let the smooth cloth glide up and down my length with little effort. I couldn't stop thinking about titty-fucking my stepmom. I bit down on the edge of my lip, stifling a low, guttural moan. I started thrusting my hips, harder, faster. It was all so wild and animal. The shame was gone, given over to raw need. I moaned louder, fuck it. They were downstairs doing the dishes. They couldn't hear me upstairs. My legs began to shake. Everything was bubbling to the surface. In my mind, she was slamming those heavy tits down on top of my thighs, begging me to bust all over them. The bathroom door swung open and my future stepmother stood in the entryway. We both stared at each other, too stunned to speak. My mind was racing trying to find the words to make this situation go away. My cheeks went hot as I watched realization dawn on her face. She opened her mouth to talk but nothing came out. The cup of her bra fell from my hand as I went to cover myself. The surface was covered in white splotches. Jessica, aye aye. Her blonde hair fell in front of her face as she knelt down to pick up her bra. She stared at it for a few moments, her hands shaking. I couldn't see her eyes, but she must have been furious. I sat up and tried to find some way to make this right. I opened my mouth to talk and her finger pressed against my lips. She swept another finger against the cum-soaked cup and then slowly brought it to her lips. The tip of her tongue swept out over the tip and heat filled her eyes. Unlike anything I'd seen before, she moaned and sunk to her knees between my legs, pushing my thighs apart, before wrapping delicate, soft fingers around my thick cock. Her touch was perfect. She started low on my shaft, fingernails gliding seeming to follow the bulging veins before stopping underneath the swollen tip. When her hand fell down my length, it pulled ever so slightly at my skin before the pooling mass of pre made the journey effortless. The pleasure was too much. My hips were rising from the surface of the bathtub trying to meet her hand, trying to push myself over the edge. But she didn't let me change the tempo of our dance. A wry smile spread across her lips and she folded forward. The hot swell of her breasts pressed down into my thighs. Pinning me, let's play a game, she whispered softly. She lowered her finger from my lips and undid the top button of her sweater. A mound of creamy cleavage was revealed and the sight of that plunging black neckline made a flood of percum drip from the tip of my swollen manhood. If you make a sound, I'll slow down dot 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 but if you manage to stay quiet, she trailed off, letting the pace of her hand finish what she was going to say. My legs were shaking harder. My balls were filled with a swollen heat. I was biting the inside of my lip trying not to scream. I was so close, I could feel my pre-cum run off the back of her knuckles and drip between my legs. The only sounds in the bathroom were her heavy, excited breaths and the squelching noise of my expertly given hand job. Oh, she said breathlessly, you're doing well. I think you can handle a bit more. Her smile turned almost sinister as she undid the last two buttons of her sweater. Even in porn, I'd never seen breasts as big or as beautiful as hers. Her cleavage had been pushed into a pale mound by a soft blue bra, the cups of which strained around a mammoth bust line. They jiggled with every movement she made. The faster her hand worked, the more pronounced the ripples on her chest became. The sight broke me. Oh my God! When the speed of her hand slowed to a crawl, I realized my mistake with a frustrated groan. The apex of my orgasm, which had seemed inevitable, faded away. But the pressure, the need grew. My mind melted. Oh, too bad, she cooed. You didn't follow your stepmother's instructions, bad boy. Her fingers curled underneath my sensitive head and she began to work the tip. My skull fell back against the wall with a thud, but I didn't make a sound. My eyes glazed over. With a delighted moan, she hooked the band of her bra with a thumb and pulled it away from her chest. I didn't realize what she was going to do until she unfolded my wet cock between her breasts and squeezed them together. Everything went white in my little world. It was so warm. It was unlike anything I'd ever felt before. I had to clamp a hand over my mouth to stop from screaming. Jessica licked her lips, seeming to relish my predicament. The fabric of her bra kept me perfectly trapped between the wet valise of her breasts. And as she moved, the entirety of her bust squeezed my swollen girth in a tight, yet soft tunnel of pure, molten heat. I couldn't stop her even if I wanted to. She had turned my body into her personal toy, a vessel of cum for her sole amusement. Come all over your stepmother's big, fat tits. I want it all, she said heatedly. She was biting the corner of her lips and her eyes were filled with what could only be described as hunger. She began to rock harder, faster, her hands dug into the flesh of her mammoth breasts, causing the skin to bulge. It was ecstasy and bliss wrapped in pure, unadulterated pleasure. My mouth was paralyzed. My hips were thrusting of their own accord, despite being trapped as I was beneath her. But I couldn't help myself. I couldn't focus on anything else. Only the raw pleasure and the mesmerizing ripple of her titanic breasts. I was over the edge before I realized I was approaching. A well of heat erupted from the base of my shaft and ran to the throbbing head. Then the dam broke. The first rope of cum splashed high on her chest and she let out an excited little gasp. I didn't think anything in the world could feel as good as this did, but she proved me wrong when she wrapped her soft, pillow lips around the tip of my cock and began to suck. My body folded in on itself and my muscles ceased. I flooded my stepmother's tongue with rope after rope of hot cum. She let out a muffled moan and her lips started to bounce up and down my head, drawing more and more out of me, leaving stains of red lipstick behind. After what felt like an eternity, she released me from her mouth with a soft pop and slid my cock from between the cage of her heavy tits. It was covered in spit and lipstick. She stared at me with heated, smoky eyes and a teasing smile. Without another word, she got up, wiped the cum from her chest, slid on her green sweater, and opened the door to the hall. I laid there for a while after the door was shut, still twitching, still thinking about what had just happened. It left me feeling confused. It was the most gratifying sexual experience of my life. But it had been given to me by my future stepmother, my father's fiancé. Shouldn't I have stopped her? I stayed upstairs for the rest of the night, unable to bring myself to leave the room. I was afraid that if I looked my father in the eyes, the truth of what I'd done would come out and if I looked at Jessica, I worried that something else would come out entirely. Lying in bed, an hour or so later, I told myself that it could never happen again. I knew it couldn't. I knew it in the depths of my heart and the farthest reaches of my head. But a different part of me didn't care about the impact something like this would leave behind. It only focused on the greater pleasure. That night, I'm ashamed to admit that I jerked off, thinking of what my stepmother and I had done, till the burning lust had abated and I was finally able to sleep. The next morning I'd made up my mind to leave and go stay at a friend's house for the remainder of Thanksgiving break. If I wasn't there to be seduced by Jessica, There was no way it could happen, so I gathered my stuff, waited for my dad to leave, and slipped out into the hall. I hated the idea of not talking to him, hated making him think I'd just abandoned ship rather than spend time with him, but I knew the lie would hurt far less than the truth ever could. When I came downstairs the sunlight was just beginning to trace its way through the windows. Hopefully, my future stepmother was either at work, still asleep, or running some unknown errand. I didn't think I could face her again without picturing the sweet sin of last night. When I heard the door begin to open, I darted into the living room and tried to look inconspicuous. When Jessica entered, she was wearing a sports bra that looked too tight for her. Though admittedly, anything she wore would look too tight across those titanic breasts. And she was covered in a thin sheen of sweat. If anything, she looked even better than she did last night. How could she go out for a run, wearing that? and not pile up cars on every street she visited. Morning, Jessica. I stammered lamely. The way she was dressed was already having a nightmarish impact on my brain. The sports bra had pushed her enormous breasts together in the most dangerous way possible with her figure, leaving a rippling sea of cleavage freshly wetted by the morning jog. Her pale stomach, tightened with cords of muscles, was on full display. Oh good morning, Michael, she said with a bright smile. Can I get you anything to eat? I shook my head and smiled back, trying to maintain my composure. My eyes drifted down her body, unbeknownst to me, and I was surprised to find her lower half was just as incredible as her top. I hadn't noticed. Her figure was so slim and yet so supple. The muscles of her abdomen trailed down to a tightly cut waist, well-defined legs and a pronounced butt that I couldn't believe was real. My heart began to pound in my chest. Her eyes followed mine for a few gaining that same hunger she had last night before they fell to a duffel bag sitting at the bottom of the landing. It was packed with things I'd left when I'd set out for my first year of college. I'd meant to take it with me. Her lips turned into a sly smirk and she chuckled, going to leave. Oh no, I'm afraid I can't let that happen. She walked towards me and every step sent a ripple along the gorgeous skin on her chest, making the sea of her cleavage shake. I backed away, as much as I could, until my legs hit the edge of the gray couch and I fell against the cushions. I swallowed hard and licked my lips. Jessica, I can't stay. I need to leave. She put a finger against my lips and her hips sank down over my legs. The heat between her thighs was so intense I could feel it radiating through my sweatpants. There was something so primal about her demeanor. No games to play, no words to speak, just desires to express and pleasure to feel. My heart became a battle drum and the crotch of my pants swelled, pressing hard into her. Her lips pressed softly against my own, just a delicate, warm kiss, but it was enough to break me. Those immense breasts squashed into my chest, pressing my back into the folds of the couch cushions. They pressed so hard that I could feel her pointed nipples through our shirts. How could I have been so foolish as to think I could get away? Leave this woman. My arms cinched around her waist and I squeezed her so tightly that a bulge of pale flesh pooled at the sides of her top. She moaned low in her throat and pulled her lips away, keeping them close enough so that her hot breath brushed against my wet mouth. You can't leave, you're my toy. Your cock is mine to do with as I please. She squeezed my rapidly hardening length through the fabric of my pants, stroking the head to emphasize her point. You're mine to suck and fuck behind your father's back. At the mention of my father... My brain regained some of its sense and the shame that tangled my heart bubbled to the surface. I can't. She chuckled again. You will. She lifted the edges of her sports bra and her naked tits fell into the open. They were better than I could ever imagine. I expected a lot of sagging given her size, but they were surprisingly firm, even without the sports bra. It was unbelievable that she could have such an enormous bust and yet be so firm. Her nipples were perfect little pink points that dotted pale flesh. When she lifted one of her massive breasts to my lips and waited expectantly, I couldn't focus on anything besides the swollen heat in my pants. Just give in. I know you want me. She shut her eyes and ground into my hips. The tip of my cock slid against her wet slit through the fabric of her leggings. I can feel it. My head dropped back against the couch and she moved in tight, slow bounces atop my hips. It was like she put me in a trance where nothing in my brain worked anymore. My eyes were lost to the ripple of her immensely big tits. They dissolved my shame. They made the disgust of last night fade away until there was nothing left but lust. She moaned in triumphant glee as my lips sank over her nipple. Her fingers curled into the locks of my brown hair and drove me deeper into the hot flesh of her bosom. I moaned, kissed, and bit her skin and despite the faint taste of sweat, it was no less sweat to succumb. I was lost to her now. I didn't care that this could break my family. I didn't care if it hurt my dad. I didn't care that she was a step removed from a member of my own family. I wanted her so desperately that nothing else mattered anymore. She pulled my head back from her tits and stared at me with those lovely blue eyes. Give yourself to your slutty stepmother, she whispered before kissing me again. She deftly hooked a hand underneath the band of my sweatpants and pulled them down to my ankles. I lifted my hips up off the couch and the pants slid down onto the floor. My heart wouldn't stop pounding in time with my throbs as she pulled me down on top of her body. Jessica slid her leggings down to the floor and hooked her legs around my waist, pulling the tip of me against the wet folds of her pink sex. My heart was pounding in time with my throbbing cock. I could feel how wet she was, how hot she was, how ready she was to take me. She pulled again with her legs, urgently and locked her ankles around my back. I fell against her heavy bosom and my mind was lost to the softness of her, the heat of her, the smell of her. I'm going to make you feel so good you'll never resist me again. You're going to give me everything, Michael. Every ounce of come. She emphasized each word and at the end, pulled my lips up to meet hers as her ankles drug my hips forward. I moaned against her mouth as I fell into the silken snare of her wet heat. The well-trained muscles of her pussy squeezed my girth in a molten tunnel of dripping wet heat. Even though her legs were locked about my hips, she didn't try to pull me forward against my will. Instead, she just let me take a minute to feel, to decide my fate once and for all. Would I be hers or not? The last vestiges of my brain tried to warn me that this was wrong, that if I made the choice and gave myself to Jessica. That I wouldn't be able to stop We would inevitably be caught and the damage would be irreparable I would hurt my father in such a profound way that there would be no making amends She barely moved her hips and the muscles at the mouth of her lower half slid deeper down my sensitive shaft Coating my length in her excitement I gasped and fell into her tits again, barely able to breathe I ached for her I burned for her I wanted to taste what only she could give The ultimate pleasure from the ultimate woman That's it She purred Give in. The head of my cock pulsed and swelled. The pleasure grew. The pressure felt enormous. My hips sank against her hot thighs and her legs still wrapped tightly about my back. Guided me into the waiting depths of my eventual damnation. Yes. She hissed. My head fell against the fever warm flesh of her giant tits and I was lost. It felt so good that my body was paralyzed. But now that I'd made my choice, my moving was no longer a factor. She was in complete control. I was hers now body and soul. She pushed me back against the couch and I fell into the cushions. It gave me a second to breathe, to feel, to unbind the shivering muscles of my body, but it didn't last long. She was on top of me in moments. The hunger, the need, plain on her beautiful face, as her hips slid around my legs and that incredible, wet heat swallowed the head of my swollen member again. I was trapped by exquisite bliss. Her fingers gripped my wrists and pinned them to the arm of the couch. While her humongous tits rolled against my face, I was her toy and she would use me as she saw fit. Her ass slammed down repeatedly against my hips, hard, frantic, and obviously unsatisfied with the idea of taking it slowly. A hungry moan escaped from her plush lips. I'm going to make you scream, she growled. True to her word, her pace increased and the tight muscles of her pussy squeezed my cock. Her wet lips slid up and down my length, always rising just far enough for the head of my member to risk being pulled free only to have her heat swallow me back to the root. I didn't know how much longer I could last. It felt incredible. I sucked the tip of her nipple in between my lips, trying desperately to muffle my little gasps of pleasure that was quickly turning to wild screams. But that only seemed to make her go faster. Her hips were a blur. The muscles of her corded abdomen strained against her beautiful, pale flesh, fighting to keep up her frantic pace. Her breasts clapped together with every bounce, filling the entire room with the sound of their massive impact, overtaking the wet sound of our coupling. My body was on fire. My lips fell from her breasts, and I couldn't stop the scream of pleasure that escaped seconds after. She didn't stop. If anything she went faster, harder, to the point. I'm sure she was bruising my hips, but I was too far gone to care. My dick head swelled. My balls tightened. My body seized and tried to lurch against her, but her hands held me down. I'm going to come, I screamed, breathless. She moaned and slammed against me frantically, no longer moving up and down my full length, but squeezing and riding my route until the pressure was too much to bear. Then all at once, I was pushed over the edge with no way to climb back. The eruption left me unable to breathe, unable to talk, unable to moan or move. She slowed to a crawl, letting the muscles of her silken pussy milk everything I had, every rope of hot cum, every ounce of doubt or shame. She took it all. It was as if I'd tasted pure pleasure for the first time in my life and nothing else would ever compare again. I couldn't bring myself to resist her after that first week. Even hearing her husky voice was enough to leave me panting. I'd get so excited when my dad went to sleep or went off to work that I found myself growing painfully hard at the sound of a shutting door, knowing Jessica and I could be alone. It wasn't long after Thanksgiving break that my family fell apart. Jessica became increasingly bold with her advances, full well knowing I couldn't bring myself to say no. She would come to me in the middle of the night, join me in the shower in the morning, have me fuck her outside, on a patio table in the backyard. It was as if she relished the idea of being caught. My dad found us in the shower a month later, when I was home for the weekend. Jessica was on her knees, sucking me off when he'd opened the door, hoping to talk to me about their wedding plans. The look of hurt on his face was something I'll never forget till the end of my days. He cut contact with me and with Jessica after that and we never spoke again. My almost stepmother added me to her personal list of fuck buddies. It turned out this was something of a game she liked to play. She would move from place to place, wrecking homes and breaking hearts, tearing families apart. All because she was an insatiable nymphomaniac and the thrill of being caught excited her. She loved seducing young men and the best way to find them was to form relationships with eligible divorced men? I was alone in the world. My mother wouldn't talk to me. My father shunned me. There was only Jessica, and I wanted to hate her for breaking my family apart. But could I be mad? A toy doesn't get mad at its owner. It lives to be used.